Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good morning to you. This is the U105 phone-in. It now looks like as if the victims of historical institutional abuse will, after all, receive the compensation that they've been calling for. You may remember the chair of the inquiry, Sir Anthony Hart, recommended compensation, a memorial and a public apology to abuse survivors. But it's been uh, two years uh, since that announcement was made and the compensation scheme has never been introduced. We've touched on this a number of times in the programme, but political moves now look make it look like as if it will indeed be paid uh, as a result of uh, going through Westminster. Uh, let me speak to Margaret McGookin, uh, who's from the Survivors and Victims of Institutional Abuse Group, Savia. Uh, Margaret, good morning. Good morning, Frank, and it's two and a half years. Um, every day is like a year to us. You know, um, two and a half years from um, Sir Anthony uh, issued the findings of the inquiries. And it's been a long, long wait. You know, we welcome what happened yesterday. Uh, we will be keeping a close eye now on the next steps. We have a letter already prepared, written, uh, to be sent to all the chief whips and others in Westminster, pleading with them for a safe passage through with no obstacles. And we do hope that with the publicity and, and some compassion on their behalf, and I know this, they've been raising our issues in the House of Commons there uh, for quite a while, that they will um, hold um, no, nothing against this legislation and, and do what's right for these people. For people who aren't familiar with what did happen yesterday, just uh, briefly talk us through the move that makes it possible now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, there was various questions that Karen Bradley wanted answered before the legislation would be put through Westminster. Um, she, of course, uh, a few weeks ago said the questions weren't coming from her, that they were coming from the head of the civil service, David Sterling. And he said, to the contrary, the questions were coming from herself. So that was a complete debacle that was going on there and up at Stormont. So finally, the six parties got together agreed to get together to get consensus and agree to change the heart recommendations to suit with the consultation of HIA victims, the historical institutional abuse survivors. So that was all agreed on. That is all penned and getting redrafted as we speak and handed to the Secretary of State, Frank, tomorrow. Now, tomorrow is a day when it's over to Karen Bradley, finally. You know, all is done and dusted for her to bring it through Westminster. But we don't want to be hearing about um, the length of time that she came off with to us uh, a few weeks back where she said it could take 16 months to two years. You know, so many people have died and passed away in all this time. 
uh, never to receive, receive any justice. So she has did, did it, passed legislation through in days for a matter of other uh, less urgent matters. And there's nothing to stop her doing this too. So we'll have to keep a close eye on this, Frank. Are you thankful in relation to the politicians who have pushed it forward? Or do you feel that they've been very late giving you the support? Thankful? No. Uh, They could have did this a long, long time ago, even before the Heart Inquiry findings were delivered in January uh, 2017, because Sir Anthony Hart in November 2015 issued recommendations that one of them was going to be compensation, giving the parties a head up, heads up, saying, prepare yourself, compensation will be one of my recommendations. They turned a blind eye to that. Uh, they could have done more. They could have done more even two and a half years ago, or even within that two and a half years, and they chose not to. Now why do you, why, why do you think why point? do you think locally you you can stand over that sort of description of our politicians? Oh, well, because I've lived it. We have lived it. I've seen so many uh, Frank, as you know, coming out of their hospital beds, lying on their hospital beds, pleading with the politicians, but they didn't. They turned a blind eye to that. Well, maybe they commiserate it. You know, and they were apologetic and, and they'll do all they, they, well, they said they would do all they could. But they didn't do all they could. They're doing it now. And that's under the guidance. I must thank David Sterling for, for being there. You know, they do need leadership. They do need a mediator to come between them and give them direction because left on their own, they're incapable of even carrying on with each other when the majority of them uh, do get on. I think it's uh, back to the two main parties together who are still quibbling over uh, minor stuff, you know, that can be sorted out. But look, they got together over this issue. Why not Why not now for the reform of government for the rest of everything else that's needed to be done here in this society? And when do you expect, and I don't mean to be flippant, but the cheques to be written, yeah. the money to be available? Oh, Frank, um, you know, these people are desperate. Do you know, uh, we will keep a close eye on this. Uh, if we get safe passage through uh, Westminster, that can be drawn up. There's a commissioner there, the legislation for the commissioners to be uh, run through as well. That can be all fast-tracked and emergency le- legislation. I hope before the end of the, this year. I oh. hope, uh, and it can be. We can't, we can't wait after that. These people are desperate in their twilight years, you know, for for something to make life a bit more easier. And we will campaign and lobby until we see that done for them, Frank. OK, you've been very vocal in the lobbying, yourself and the other groups as as well. And uh, light finally at the end of the tunnel. Margaret, thanks for speaking yes. to us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Frank. Uh, Margaret McGookey in there, who certainly has been campaigning long and many's a day on behalf of the survivors. Uh, we're heading towards the, the news at 10 o'clock.